Vacations are always good. Sometimes they're even great. And Celebrity Cruises is about to ruin all of that. Because once you explore with us, you'll never want a vacation any other way. And with new Quick Caribbean Escapes, you'll never want a weekend any other way either. Celebrity Cruises. Nothing comes close. Visit Celebrity.com, call 1-800-CELEBRITY, or contact your travel advisor. Ships Registry, Malta and Ecuador. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hold, primates listening. It is I, Numator 479. According to our studies of your puny mammalian race, we discovered you like very good coffee. And while it is our evolutionary purpose to cause you psychic torment, we want you awake and vivacious to give it. So try our new blend from Spring Hill Jack Coffee, Reptilian in the Morning. Our proprietary blend of lightly roasted cocayo husks will have you immediately energized upon emerging from the pain cloaca with all your slippery new eggs. Thanks, honey. Hot, hot, I'm cold-blooded. Mmm. Ah. Eggs to Spring Hill Jack and last podcast on the left. I'm ready to get out there and eat some babies. Get out of the way, Hillary Clinton. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. <laughs> Side stories? That's when the cannibalism started. Side stories, yeah. When are we going to get to the point? And we're getting to ironic eating, right? <laughs> we're getting to ironic eating. It is beginning. Uh-huh. I, I know that it's coming down the pipe, and I just don't want to know. I'm afraid of the day that it begins. Oh, no, there was a whole, like, running joke in the newest season of Party Down about ironic eating. There's going to get to a point where there is a restaurant that is serving bad food on purpose. Yeah. They're going to do it. I don't know. I don't know. We can't stop it. We can't (laughs) stop this train. No, it seems to be like a natural part of the death spiral of modern society is ironic food. We're going to get, once that happens, Mm -hmm. once you have to eat stuff that makes you sick and go like, isn't this cool? Isn't this cool (laughs) that I'm the only one of five guys that eat this and make me sick? And you're paying $500 a fucking meal to eat horrible food. It's going to (laughs) happen. They're making shoes that look specifically bad. They're making clothes that look bad. They're going to the bad generation to reproduce the clothes. We got rid of the little glasses for a reason, kids. I would love to have some little glasses. My name is Marcus Parks. Welcome to Side Stories. I'm with Henry Zabrowski. What do you have against little glasses? You know, I, I am being, it's true. I actually, I, I, I root for the Zoomers. I want you to do good. Yeah, so do I. I want you to do good, but I do know you guys are picking the wrong fashion. Make new stuff. Oh my God, you're 40. You're doing the same thing that people did when we were fucking wearing 70s shit. What I like, though, I love the new stuff. I do like, there's, a, there's one brand called Mischief that did the big red, like, 
Super Mario boots. Oh. Those are fun because you're making actual like future clothes. Yeah. I think that's really cool. But that's still based on Super Mario Brothers, a game from 1985. And they're still coming at us. <laughs> they're still looking for us, very precious, mm-hmm. elder millennials, check of approval. Check, and check. guess what? You got it. Good work, Mischief. Um, they did a good job. But, you know, I like all the new stuff. It's just more the, it's the floppy hats. You got floppy hats. And you I still mean, gotta be super skinny to make big wide leg jeans look good. <laughs> like it's not the same. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. Floppy hats. I mean, you remember I dated a, a floppy hat woman for years, and that was like in the like 2010s. That yeah. was like 2012 or so. Floppy hats have been around since Coachella. It's true. Yeah, since ever since Coachella started sucking, that's when floppy hats have reigned supreme. And also in a lot of Native American wear. Yeah, oh yeah, a lot of that. Well, they got shamed into not doing that anymore. But the floppy hats remain. They do, but you know what? Again, I'm trying not to. I am being open to the Zoomers. Just anything but bore me. <laughs> That's what I say, man. Dazzle me. I can't wait. To, I yeah. want a new shit. My, I have a, I have a, um, like a fantasy in my head that every decade I get older, I will buy one outfit that is completely, utterly current. Yeah. Just so that I can arrive in young spaces and be like, hey, kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it just be like, what? Like, do the Steve Buscemi, like, meme, but Hello all the time. children. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I thought, I every once in a while, like, when a new trend, when a new style comes around, like, I look at it and I think about it and, like, I go to the website and I put it, I put it in my cart and I'm just about to click on it and I think, I can't do that. Dude, I'm, I'm you too. Wait. I'm too old. No, you're not. You need to wait until your makeover episode when we do that on this stream. <laughs> on last stream on the left, we're going to be coming back when we come. We're going with last couple of weeks up to the holidays, but when we come back well, after the holidays, we're going to do this makeover episode, and I ca- I cannot wait. I can't wait for it. I I, I'm, I'm we'll see, for I'll show. It. I'm going to show you what you look good at. I'm going to show you. you. No, I'm going to have somebody else come. Yes, please have somebody come out. Uh, somebody else come in because you know it's just getting to be where it's it's hoodie and t-shirt every day. I look like a man. Who um writes podcasts for a living? Yeah, you can t- slowly becoming the physicalization exterior of Dan Carlin yeah. at the same time. Yeah. No, anytime someone asks me what I do in LA and I say podcast, there's never been a single person oh. who said, like, wow, that's Whoa. a surprise. They just go, hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I can tell by your sallow skin. Yes. <laughs> I guess so. That um, tracks. Talking and about your velvety deep voice. Yes. Uh, and now talking about current trends. Now, what we said the last couple of weeks. Uh, again, great stories out there we're going to get to, but we were trying to avoid some poo-poo stories. And not only can that not happen, unfortunately, because we got one that we're going to cover. It's too good. But speaking of other trends, which I'm not going to say we started because that makes me, that's not good. Mm-hmm. A lot of necrophilia back in the news as well. <laughs> And maybe it's because it's the holidays. I wouldn't say we're trend starters. I would say right, that we are we are manifestors. Yes. We manifest things. We see this happen all the time when we do an episode on something and it and it gets a particularly good response from our listeners. We notice that those things tend to show up in the news immediately after in one way or another. We're not doing this on purpose. <laughs> we don't know why it's like this, but it happens a lot. Like last week, again, the side stories curse. The second the episode comes out, Henry Kissinger fucking dies. Yep. And we just got, we didn't get to say, fuck him. But yeah. So here's that. No, fuck him. Fuck I got, him. 
fuck Henry Kissinger. Like I've got, I'm actually on a text chain with like two old friends of mine from college. And I just got a text while I was at the comic book store that just said, Henry Kissinger is dead in all caps, exclamation points. And then we just talked about how fucking awful Henry Kissinger was for a while. It was very, it was freeing. I texted my wife. Yeah, like, <laughs> like Unfortunately. It was, it, I was like, Henry Kissinger, holy shit, Henry Kissinger's oh, finally man. dead. And she just texted back, yay. I mean, unfortunately, it took a hundred Years. A hundred years. And that shows the power of pure evil. Yeah. And how if you just <laughs> never change and you just believe you're right, because that's what it is. It's a stress-free life. Yeah, it really I'm not is. giving an absolute shit what you're doing because you're just thinking about yourself and, and your, your quite, own career goals. And he was also quite a womanizer. I kind of like that about him. <laughs> that's the best app. So, so far, that's the best thing I've heard about him. I'd put Kissinger, if you're, we're talking like top, 10 most evil people of the 20th century, he might be in the top five. I mean, of course, you've got you got your Hitler. Oh, you got yeah, your Stalin. You got yeah, your Mao. You got, just, you got those your... are unmovable goats. <laughs> you can't do anything about it, man, because that, that's top your three. Jordan, Scotty <laughs> Pippen. Yeah, dude. Yeah, top Even three. Even Jordan had to have the mustache. Yeah. He had to do it just to show he's the number one evil. I'm the number one Michael Jordan. Yeah, but then you got your Paul Pot. But of course, Paul Pot is closely related to your Henry Kissinger. Very much so. Yeah, very much so. Cambodia. I mean, this is the man who prolonged the Vietnam War long past when it was supposed to end just because it was good politically. Yes. I mean, this is a man who does not, did not, did not. Did I love not. That. Did, did not. Kissinger did not give a fuck about anybody. Yeah. He, destroyed countless lives indirectly. Yes. Millions upon millions of lives destroyed or affected or fucked up. He's dead. And it's just the ripples of evil that this man put out. He's finally dead. And dead here's, motherfucker. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm hoping. I mean, yeah. I know I'm not original in... No one is. No, but, the Henry Kissinger hate is not like, you know, the sonic youth of hate. <laughs> but what I'm getting to is I know I'm not original in saying that nothing's been quite right ever since David Bowie died. Sure. After David Bowie died in January 2016, everything has kind of seemed off. Right. Yeah, weird. I know. You know, yeah. we, we, we're doing fine. But what I'm thinking is that maybe Henry Kissinger's death is a sort of bookend of a strange period in the 21st century. I think it's a great thing to talk about at the bus stop. <laughs> And I think that'll help. I think you'll connect to a lot of guys out there that live next to a dumpster. The fucking balance of the universe, man, has been off because like Bowie's gone. He was such like a fucking like trippy, hip, good energy in the universe. And like, and this is super, like, yeah, super bummer, <laughs> super bummer energy. No, there's a woman with a gem in her pussy right now that I could introduce you to. And you guys could really hit it off. <laughs> But no, I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I mean, I don't know about the idea of like, because David Bowie, he didn't want this responsibility either. He gave us, he didn't want us to deal with the aftermath of his death. That's why he made Black Star, because he wanted to give us something. So that's why, like, I'm not going to put everything that happened on him. Oh, no. You know, he was sick. But that's the thing, man, is that like power only belongs to people who do not want it. I and mean, David Bowie did not want the power. And yet he wielded it. Like a wonderful sword of light. Henry Kissinger, power hungry, evil motherfucker, lived to be a hundred years old. That's how that works. That is how that works. So get out there and conquer somebody, guys. If you that's my new long life like tip. You just get out there, 
conquer, rip it up, and don't care about the consequences. You know what? No one, I don't know if anyone should be in a blue zone. <laughs> that blue zone show. I don't know if anyone's ever tried that as like a, a cancer treatment. If you've lived a great life and you like get bone cancer suddenly, try being a shitty person for a while and seeing if see if it works. See what happens. See what happens. You never know. <laughs> now, guys, uh, this next story is continuing themes. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately. We were not going to talk about poopoo anymore. <laughs> we weren't. And I didn't want to talk about poopoo anymore. I, I wanted I'll to talk take about poopoo all day long. But, but yes. I understand that not everyone likes to talk about poopoo every day. But then this story just comes and there's nothing that we can do fucking about it <laughs> because it is our duty here. All right. So this is the story. This comes from WKBN.com. In oh, Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. Epstein country. <laughs> Ohio lawyers sanction over feces-filled potato chip can. Now... <laughs> The reason why we're covering the story is not because of the poop. We're not getting into the granular details of the poop. It is because of, it's one of my favorite excuses I've heard in a while. Yeah. An Ohio attorney, he's got his license suspended, which is good, except because he threw a potato can, potato chip can, it's a Pringles can, Pringles can, filled with this shit into the parking lot of a victim advocacy center called Jeez. Haven of Hope. It's fucking worse. It is, it's awful, right? And he said, they were like, well, you know, we have all this videotape of you shitting to a Pringles can, throwing it over a fence <laughs> into the poo-poo area over here, now designated this as the poo-poo area. And he said, that is, I can't fucking believe that you would even think that I would do something like that. He said, yes, I do have a habit of placing my waste in a potato chip can and randomly throwing it from his car. But how dare you <laughs> think I would remotely even imagine to throw this into the Haven of Hope area, which is the victim advocacy group that is working with the client that I am in a, a court case against. <laughs> so I can't believe, how would you think that? How would you think that? How would you possibly think that? No, he said that, unfortunately, that was his drop zone that day and he's just and that's the thing is that he, I guess he was just at work already <laughs> far well, again but he, I, I don't know how he got to the advocacy center well yeah exactly I mean it might have just been on his way to work but the thing is it's one of those things where you admit to a lesser crime so you can get away with the big crime because he says yeah do I yeah, take I a shit in Pringles, in Pringles cans? cans? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, Ask my daughter. <laughs> Ask my secretary. Of course I do. I shit in Pringles cans all the time. I'm a busy guy. I'm That's on the go. what I do. I love Pringles. <laughs> I'm recycling. This is my version of composting. Because that's the incredible part about it is how many Pringles do you have to eat where you have enough empty Pringles cans around to fill said Pringles can with shit every time you need to vacate your bowels. I want to look up what this guy looks like and then decide. Because I think that if you look at this guy and you could tell because I, my first bet, you eat that whole thing. You eat that whole thing. Like, I don't think he's... I don't think he's just gonna waste the chips. Jake Blakesey. Nope, they got his. They, oh, his office is closed. <laughs> um, but was this he, him? No. But, but while you're looking that up, I mean, it, the thing is, look that, at this guy. This is the guy. Oh my god, he doesn't look like he eats that many Pringles at all. Yeah. Wow. What a fucking bitch. <laughs> I think that he. I don't believe I that think man. He's wasting Pringles. That man does not eat. That is not a man who eats as um, enough Pringles to make a habit of shitting in Pringle cans and throwing it around town I in mean, random places. It's a random thing. Maybe this is where we're being bigoted, and we don't think 
that a I'm going to say bigoted against rich, fancy looking people. Yeah. That we think that he wouldn't take down an entire Pringles can just to shit in it. Because <laughs> I am going to say, I'm going to throw some, I'm going to cast some doubt. I don't think he does this all the time. <laughs> I don't think this is a regular occurrence. No. I think that he did it one time. And he, for some reason, thought that this was going to work. I do think he ate the entire can of Pringles. I'm going to call that. I think he ate the entire can of Pringles. I think looking at where he was going to shit, probably building up the shit. Right, yeah, yeah, fucking. Yeah. They say once you pop, the fun don't stop. Guess what? It's definitely not going to stop. Not for me. Not Mister Poo Poo Blakesy. That's me. No one knows. But then he, uh, my the other thing. I'm yeah, part part of this is like it's the the hole mm -hmm. over the can into the for having the poop go into the Pringles can. Mm -hmm. So do you just put that right up against your hole? Yeah. Because that's what I'm thinking is that it has to be mostly empty. Yeah. Right? But does it... We're not supposed to do this. <laughs> does it just come out? Like, in my what mind... does it just come out? All right. Well, all right. So sometimes mine goes everywhere. Right? And sometimes it's a per professional unit. You need to start taking prebiotics. Oh, I, yeah. No, I, but no. I'm, I'm mostly per professional, upright, exactly as you want it, postage stamp version of it, <laughs> right? It normally comes out. I've been really good. Just a little, like a little submarine. Yeah, same here. Now, the thing is that if you've been eating Pringles all day and you're stressed, yeah, like, I guess it's just wild I, to me. Personally, I know when it's going to be, uh, a, yeah. I know when there's going to be like an area. But the, when you, you just, I guess you just, I guess that's I what mean, all I the know. chips have to go. I don't know why. I guess there's like a physics things that I don't particularly understand. No, where like with, I the, know it, with the pressure of it, like how do you keep it in? Like do you just not that it's gonna go. I guess it doesn't come out like a fire hose. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know exactly where my butthole is. I know exactly where I'd put the Pringles can in order to let it slide in there. I mean, if I'm doing that in the first place, I'm not gonna be worried about getting shit on my hands. I'm not gonna be I, yeah, too yeah, precious yeah, yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. it. He's so throwing like, a can of shit <laughs> into a victim, the victim's advocacy, like parking lot. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, he's not. He's having a bad, yeah, he's having an off day. So he's not really worried about it. My question though is, do you think that he put the top back on the can before throwing it into the victim's advocacy center? I would say yes, if you know anything about pipe bombs. <laughs> where you have to build pressure on the inside. Yeah. So you do need a cap and it doesn't work unless there's a cap. Yeah. So I don't know whether or not, because I would say, again, if I'm doing it and I'm not, if I'm not, you haven't, uh, I'm not doing it there, but I'll go to D.C. Where you shit in the can, mm -hmm. right? I think if you're tossing it over a structure, you need the top on. Yeah, I'm thinking so. Yeah, because otherwise it it's going to get everywhere. It's going to get everywhere. And then, you're, you know, the whole effect. Then you're just. But on the other hand, now you're isn't, just littering. isn't finding a shit smeared Pringles can just as bad as finding a shit filled Pringles can? I would argue no. I would say that shit smeared. You're like, that's this could happen to anybody. <laughs> But if it's filled, filled, there's intent. Oh yes, that's a message. <laughs> yeah, that's a message. Yeah, that is. A, yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, but he is. Uh, he has got his license currently suspended, so that didn't work out for him. His law license or his driver's license? His law license. Ah, uh, yeah. um, because that was. That's not how a lawyer's supposed to behave. What's incredible is that the decision by the high court to suspend his license wasn't unanimous. No, I mean, there's at least a couple guys been like. 
Now, for those of you that first who have not committed this sin, you may cast the first stone. They're like, <laughs> none of us have. And he's just like, what if I have committed this sin three times? <laughs> like, all right, sir. Sure, Justice R. Patrick DeWine. <laughs> Oh, wow. That was the guy who voted against it? Yeah, it says that uh, Justice R. Patrick DeWine concurred in judgment only. Uh, he did not join the opinion. Maybe he, he just wasn't there. In judgment. Maybe it was, he was taking the shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing is I think he definitely, he was he had to have like bought the Pringles in order to eat them and shit in the Pringles can and throw it because otherwise, why not just shit in the store where you buy the Pringles? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why you do. I guess it's because you want it hot. You want it hot. You yeah. want it fresh off the presses. Yeah. Um, so that's our poo-poo story for the week. For the week. Uh, and just don't do that. Sure. That's my lesson to you. Don't do that unless you're just shitting in Pringles cans. You just do it all day. Unless you're just doing it. You just get on it. Yeah, don't, absolutely. Don't involve anyone else. Yeah, to, yeah, keep it for you and your family. <laughs> all right? Fly from your grave. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right. Give the moms in your life an aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest and... 
I guess I can share it here. Uh, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine. And it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. Um, now, another thing that didn't stay in the family. This is another reoccurring theme the last fucking month. Necrophilia. Yeah. Now, this guy does not have a friendly mugshot. Uh, he is upset, does not want to be in the police station. Former <laughs> Banner Health employee arrested after... Glad you said it. Inappropriate mm-hmm. conduct with a corpse. And this is according to, man, it, uh, only in Tucson. <laughs> well, reported by Tucson occurred in Phoenix. Oh, by the time I get to Phoenix, you, that corpse better be warm. <laughs> now, uh, I guess it doesn't get warm unless you put it in the oven. A former security guard at Banner University Medical Center, Phoenix, was arrested and is facing charges of crimes against a dead person. So, again, one of the states where it's illegal, which is good. Um, now he's saying they, they two witnesses believe they saw this man inside of the uh the morgue area. He goes by the name of Randall Bird. And so they saw him oh, in the morgue Randy area. Randy so, Bird. Randy Bird. <laughs> yeah, you know I like him not tweeting. Um but he uh he said that uh he said he was he was he was sweating profusely. Mm-hmm. He was acting very nervous, and they found him. This guy works in corpse intake, he's a security yeah. guard. And he helps the corpses go in there. And um, they said his uniform was messy and his pants were unzipped. Now, this guy actually had a pretty credible excuse. It's that he said that he was in there and he just so happened to have a medical episode Mm -hmm. where he collapsed. He fainted. He grabbed the victim's body as he fell, pulled it off the thing, happened to open it up. Happened to disrobe <laughs> sections of the body in the flurry. And then in such a hurry and in such a panic as the body fell on top of him, he lifted it up and he put it back on the thing, which is why he says you can find his cum on there, <laughs> um, which seems to really be the smoking gun. It really does. And also the fact that he was sweating profusely inside the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> he could have a glandular issue. He might it's have. It's really the cum. It's really the cum. And what's interesting about this is the age of the body. 79. Oh, yeah. He's 46. Good old Randy Bird. Oh, God. I just, maybe, I don't know, man. Everyone makes me upset. Because <laughs> you look at this guy's face. Yeah, he doesn't look He doesn't look happy himself. He looks like he's not super satisfied with his current situation. He looks terrifying. And but, he, he looks like a man who is ready to get a lot of shit in jail for going to prison for necrophilia. He looks like he's practicing his tough look. Also, I want to roll this back a second. 
Do you think it would have been better if the corpse was younger? I think it's interesting that the corpse was older. But you mean like you you think it would be more like you'd get it more <laughs> if the corpse was something you'd find physically attractive? Not me, personally. I'm talking about Randy Bird. But you're just saying, so you're saying he's desperate? <laughs> you're saying that this guy, I'm saying he's like, he's just like, because that's what I'd tell him is that if he was going to go have fuck with the, fuck the 79-year-old person's corpse, I'd be like, I have a little patience there, buddy. <laughs> There's actually an NCAA tournament coming through, and sometimes they have problems with their aortas. <laughs> well, if I make it serious for a second, I might give you my reasoning behind that. Great. <laughs> well, a lot of guys uh, that sexually assault old ladies, uh, it's something that happens with fair regularity. Guys break into yeah. old ladies' homes, they sexually assault them. It's not good. No, it's fucking horrible, but a lot of the reason why they do that is because those old ladies are the most vulnerable women sure. in our society. But this is just a corpse. This is just, exactly. This That's... corpse is just as vulnerable as any other corpse. It could be a general, it could be <laughs> a fucking cocker spaniel. You know? Exactly. Which tells me that this 46-year-old man might have some sort of geriatric fetish. I think it's got to do with the corpse. <laughs> I think that he wanted the, the corpse. If there they, was any corpse. Any corpse would do. It was just, it just so happened that he was caught with the 79-year-old corpse, and he may have, you know, performed such actions previously on corpses of all ages. If you look at the guy that again, to bring him up again, that is truly one of the most prolific necrophiliacs that we know about, David Fuller. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was across the board. He was. He was across the board, and I actually have seen that. Yes, there are people, we talked about this on our episode, they do have types that they seek in terms of their necrophiliac impulses. They have things that they want to, they, they have a type of corpse yeah. they want to be around and be with, but I don't think that, I think largely beggars can't be choosers. I think so. But David Fuller, so the, a, a full British government-ordered inquiry came out a couple yeah. of days ago about David Fuller. We covered him on our necrophilia episode. He was a guy who murdered two women in the 90s, uh, wasn't caught for that crime, or he murdered two women in the 80s and wasn't caught for that crime until 2020. Uh, and he was uh, fully in the necrophilia game uh, up until... 2020. 15 years he was doing that shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, 15 years from 2005 to 2020. Uh, it was... Uh, Old head. <laughs> but concerning his type, the only corpses that he passed over were corpses with infection, who had died from some sort of infection. Well, those really could get you sick. Or people who had died from COVID. Wow. <laughs> Shows you masking does work. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, I mean, he actually, he would go through the logs and he would see how each person died. And if someone was like COVID. You're like, ew. It, no. No. Or just like, oh, man. It's like fucking, it's like opening your DoorDash app. Like, you really want that Vietnamese sandwich. You didn't realize that it closed 15 minutes ago. You're like, yeah, oh, man. Yeah, no. man. No. Yeah, because I think that he, uh, he was, otherwise... He didn't have a lot of scruples. No, he had no scruples. Nine to a hundred, nine years old to a hundred years old. That Ugh. was the range of his victims. So I think it largely has to do with it being corpses. Yes, for him, it had absolute. There was absolutely no real discerning between discerning over who his victims were actually going to be. But they are also they're going to figure out how to fix these loopholes because basically the main thing we talked a little bit about it. I want to say a couple of side stories ago, even the last one about they. They're basically saying, we need to figure this out. Yeah. 
Uh, it seems like a lot of gaps in our system that allow these guys to kind of just show up. Like, basically, the main thing seems to be that they came back after they did the big study was like, we can't allow people we don't know to be with the corpses. <laughs> Um, which is, I, I hope so. I mean, again, we don't care what happens to our corpses when you die. You can suck my dick. You can fucking chop off my head. I don't know. Sure. But mine's going to be in a tomb, so you're going to have to get to it. Yeah, me too. Mine's going to be in a grave. Yeah. Um, but this guy, I mean, as far as just letting people in and out, like he occasionally came to the mortuary to do maintenance on the refrigerator system. So he was like kind of a face, but he entered the department on his own in one year, he entered 444 times. Yeah. That's some days, multiple times a day. He would leave and come back and leave and come back. Yeah, he had a lot of time. Actually, I would imagine those were the days when he was actually doing work because he had to go out to his truck and get stuff. He might have. <laughs> Either way, it's not good. We got to talk about these people. Show them a corpse and put the thing. Remember, you ever saw that uh, special about how they were rehabilitating pedophiles? So what they would do is... I've talked about this on the show before, but they would basically, to see how far along you were in your treatment, they would tie a little lasso-like instrument to the very end of your cock. Mm. They would put you in a cubicle and show you videos of, like, kids getting blasted with hoses, eating (laughs) fish. It's bad. It's bad. Just the idea of, like, who's signing these kids up for this B-roll? I mean, like, what horrible agent (laughs) somewhere within Hollywood that is, like, setting up these videos? And then they basically see... No, 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 it's just for commercials. No, no, it's it's commercials. No, this is... No, 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 don't worry. You you buy this online. Probably you buy it from a a stock footage website, I imagine. Absolutely. And then you see if they're wiener jumps. God, that's fucking awful. Yeah, buddy. I heard about this awful form of OCD the other day where it's people with OCD that are convinced that they're pedophiles, but they're actually not pedophiles. I've heard about this. This is very, it's, it's very it's fucked horrifying. up. Which idea that you're just this idea that you are not in control of your impulses so much. You're so afraid of your impulses, which is in Jungian psychology is all about being afraid of the shadow and not embracing it, understanding it's a part of your life, that it's not something to be scared of, but you just have to know that your brain's going to make you, it might say a bunch of fucked up shit. And you have to yeah. understand it's just a thought. Oh yeah. Um, but that's bad. That's horrible. You want to be there. That's a terrible way to live your life. My God. Yeah. That's why, again, MILFs. <laughs> Surround yourself with MILFs. Be like, I, all I see is MILFs. They're all ever, they're everywhere. All right. So uh, I want to do speaking of MILFs, but I got nothing here. I wish I did. <laughs> um, now, this next story, I wanted to show this to you live. The, 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 should I do first? Because the UAP, the problem is that one's a nothing burger story that I wanted to cover next, which is the UAP congressional hearing. Sure. They're going back deeper into this idea. They're trying to create a UAP, like it's sort of like a transparency act that old Chucky Shumes was working on mm-hmm. for a period of time to get the United States government to create a more streamlined, open process to find out what are people saying? What do they mean when they say that these UAPs are everywhere and they're all over our military? And what are we doing about it? Mm-hmm. Um, and they have gutted that act. And it's probably not going to go anywhere. Of course. And David Grush is really mad. Of course David Grush is really really mad mad because he stuck his neck out. He did everything he could, but there's, you know, they're talking about their, I feel feel it was a term I saw that was called catastrophic disclosure. I've heard that term. That is being floated around now, which is people now asking for people to go like, fuck you, but to spill all the government secrets, which is, I just think is not going to go well. No, I don't think so either. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I heard. I actually heard some theories about people saying that, like, if disclosure were to happen, then that would be the sort of trigger on, like, whatever alien 
civilization is buzzing us and fucking with us and all that is that as soon as we disclose it and everyone sees that the game is and they see that the game is up they just fucking demolish us and wipe us out i feel like they don't give a shit yeah i feel like my feeling is that they are there and they are a part of our life they're so deeply fully embedded already like let's say we go to the very top of david grush's new revelations which is aliens are amongst us and we we deal with them. Oh, I didn't know that he had come that far. Yes, he is now saying that they are here in the government and they're also, but I had the same realization that I had when I was like, when I used to get hyper fixated on reality being a hologram. Yeah. It just being like, well, it seems to be working. <laughs> like, I do believe still there. I believe, you know, no, reality so is thin. It's the old saying is like, what does that have to do with the price of fish? Yeah, it's fucking, yeah. it's like, I still go, I got work. I got to do these ads. I got to do this. I'm so life continues to roll on. So I will philosophically muse upon it. But like, if there are aliens out there and they're in the government, they've been there for a while. Yeah. And I feel like the way they know to not react is to not react. So in the government, you mean like in government jobs or like senators? No idea. <laughs> okay. Across the board. God knows. Okay. I don't know. So He's like just Poop, saying, Pete Buttigieg might be an alien. Yup. <laughs> uh, I think here's your sign. Uh, you might be an alien. He, uh, how you feel like it's, we'll see. I think a lot of people want me to get me more wrapped, like kind of crazy about this, get mm-hmm. the pan flutes going. But there's, there's a part of me that believes that we're still not going to be allowed to see whatever the fuck this whole picture is. No. And it's not about the government not telling us because the whole picture is a fucking galactic worldview reality consensus shield baby thing, baby, that we don't understand. You know what I mean? It's one of those where we have to like, we, we just don't understand what we're in. We're fish in water that don't, that, I mean, walking around in reality and we don't know what the reality is. Yeah. Well, I'm going to pull it out as far as disclosure goes. Qui bono. I mean, I mean, really, who benefits from disclosure? Nobody. Nobody. As far as as far as being in the government, nobody no, benefits from disclosure at all. Because it's so all, why... all the shit is tied into it. If if this is real, if well, we always say one percent is real. That there is a gigantic Byzantine secret government structure that has been working on this for a long time. You think now they're like, oh, you showed a couple of videos. Mm-hmm. We've been doing this for a long time. We probably sent them to you and we don't even remember. <laughs> like we probably leaked them to you and we don't even remember because we don't want to deal with all of you guys burning everything down. If these things just show up, we are trying, like we're, we're trying to stay ahead of it. Let me put myself into a brain of a guy deep in the NSA who's doing his job really hard and he hates that everybody's judging him. And he's sitting there being like, you don't think we're trying to figure out how to get <laughs> our heads around this fucking shit. I got to deal with Charles Schumer. Right? I literally got to deal with these guys. They no one has any idea. These fucking the government is saying it's like Hail Mary. Like literally, it's the Mother Mary. Like it's fucking Jesus Christ coming down his solar sh- fucking ship, his spaceship. What am I doing here? What are we gonna do? I thought I didn't know if we were gonna get there. But we did get there. It's just the truth. We did get there. It is. It is the truth. I don't know. Yeah, and I, or is it some big sinister plot? And we got then David Grush has got a. I mean, gonna, he's going to solve it on Rogan. I think, <laughs> like, I don't know, I don't know. I'm, I'm just as frustrated as everybody else. Well, I think it's just more down to the point of like, why would a senator give any more than ten minutes time to this when they're too fucking busy trying to figure out how to get kickbacks for putting a military installation in their fucking district? Who gives a shit? 
I don't you know. know. Like that's they, where they everyone's saying that's they the, don't care. It, they don't. Nobody in the government benefits from disclosure. So why would anyone give ten minutes time to it when they don't benefit? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they, again, it's just some longer con game we're dealing with with China and Russia. But again, yeah. that's past my pay grade. Yeah, and I know Henry Kissinger is fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't got anything to worry about anymore. Yeah, we yeah we got him. Yeah. Live from your grave. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move faster, because that's the key there. Work smarter, not harder. Yes, Grammarly. You know how many times it saves me from writing a long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees? Makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater. All right? I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. All right? My job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be to motivate my team to get out there. Oh, man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free. Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Yeah, we do. Do you love saving money? Oh my God, you bet. Then Philo may be your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. That's amazing. 
No contracts, no commitments, no hassles. It's just a better way to watch TV. Get with it, people. Philo has an unlimited DVR for one year. Save all your favorite shows so you can watch on your own schedule. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams, meaning that your children or significant other can't ruin your queue. Never miss a minute of shows like, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. You're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to get involved with it. And it's an extravaganza. You're going to love it. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds for less money and less hassle. Try it yourself with your seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash left. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash L-E-F-T to get 50% off your first month. All right. This story. I want to do this other story. Now, this story is a good old-fashioned, so, you know, UAP stuff will never be wrapped up. We're going to be doing this for the rest of our lives. Next story. So <laughs> this, uh, <laughs> it's just how this is going to be. What I love about this next story is that it is one of those stories that you're like, is this the ending of a movie that we don't know the rest of the plot to yet? All right. Because this guy, we don't even know what the fuck happened. We don't really know what's going on right now. But it does happen in Arlington County, Virginia, which I believe is the fancy part of where people go to hang out outside of Washington, D.C. It's a very fancy house. A house explosion rocks neighborhood near Washington, D.C. Now, no one, there, there were, the police had arrived to, uh, to serve on a search warrant. So apparently, cops got a call. This guy was sending, I guess apparently, I'm going to say man, but I don't know yet. We don't know who the the identity of the person is. Yeah, we do. His name's James Yu, 56. I thought that they they had stopped that. Just came. Well, it was it's uh, posted on CNN as of an hour ago. Okay, so th- th- all of this is brand new news. So yeah. everything will be different tomorrow. <laughs> so this guy was apparently shooting flares out of his home into other neighborhoods. He was shooting these flares out. The cops arrived. He said something like 85 shots of flares. Cops arrive. He is barricaded inside. This person has barricaded himself inside of his own home. We believe it is this person. Um, You start to hear shots going on from inside the house. Now, this was in the 800 block of North Burlington Street. The cops called up the guy. They were there, stayed outside in the living, like, you know, with the loudspeakers, like, come out, come out. This is for four hours. And then at 825, this happens. They're outside. You can see. Whoa. Fucking shit. Shit. This thing is. That was a big ass explosion. That (laughs) was a cartoon (laughs) level. Like, if you watch it close, you see that front door goes in a solid straight line out. Yeah. The roof just lifts in a solid piece off the top of it. Whatever that guy did. He probably cut the... He must have just pulled the gas line. Well, you can see, like, the left side of the house explodes and the rest of it collapses. It, it was, and you very... I I very rarely see an explosion of this size in a domestic situation. Oh, also, yeah. that's a beautiful, like... This is a very fancy neighborhood. It's a very fancy neighborhood. It's almost, like, it's, like, not too far away from, like, the McAllister's neighborhood in Home Alone. Very similar. It's got that same feel to it. God, but being we, the next-door neighbor, I'd be so fucking <laughs> <laughs> 
so pissed. But there is more information on this man now. Oh, and, we're, okay, and, we're, and we're starting to find out exactly what his motivations were. Oh. You listed his address in multiple LinkedIn posts. He did? He's Yes. Uh, which are filled with rambling and at times incoherent conspiracy theories against government officials, law enforcement, media outlets, and in one post from Friday, his neighbors, who he accused of being spies and collecting his information for unnamed handlers. Oh, so he's not. He wasn't doing good. <laughs> oh, so no. this is so there is no. He didn't do this. No, for this, fun and profit. <laughs> he didn't do this because it was a meme. I would venture to guess that a stockpile blew up. I would venture to guess that this man had stockpiled a lot of shit for various reasons. And you said that he spent hours firing flares yes. out of his windows. I got a feeling that he might have had a pallet of flares. Uh, and one can of the it sparks, do that? Yeah, dude. You fucking get a bunch of flares all at once. Yes, it can. If you get enough of them, an explosion like that could right, occur. So, so right now, yes. Because if you'll notice when it does, when, when you're looking at the aftermath of the explosion, you see these Flare-like More things objects come fly, flying like, out. Yeah, of you it. see these flare-like objects. Unless so, yeah. he just had them in there and he just the whole house went and everything, because it looks like a gas explosion. Um, we'll get there. Holy! But the shit. way, yeah, because see, you can see all these flares coming out. Wow, Look at all those flares. You can see all the yeah. flares coming out. So I think, Whoa. and you can see the way it like blasts out forward first. Like there's this huge blast Man. forward and a blast. And it turned up. blue. It's a gender reveal. <laughs> That's incredible. No, um, no I, his fucking his box, his massive, massive box of flares blew up and probably blew up something else in the fucking process. All right, here we, this is what it's saying right here. We we know that he was the owner of the house. Yeah, and they are fairly certain it might be him because of the aforementioned posts. Mm -hmm. Right, the idea is that he is um, sending federal lawsuits against his ex-wife. Uh, he. Posted, yeah, all of the paranoid rants. In 2018, he filed a 163-page federal lawsuit against his then-wife, younger sister, and a hospital. Um, he, uh, oh, the biographical details. Yeah, putting it against his will. Um, he referenced many attempts to contact the FBI. Oh, yeah, it's not looking good for him. No. But they have not yet identified the human remains that they found in the home. No. But I, if if it were if I were to guess, I mean, this is going to be my speculation. We'll see if maybe uh, I'm sure the bombs or the uh, what is it, the arson department, the fire department, the fire marshal, yeah, the inspector uh, is going to tell us exactly what happened. But I'd put my money on a uh, flare explosion. Flares, and honestly, maybe help a little gas. Be surprised. Don't do it, guys. It's really very dangerous. Yeah, very much so. That's a fucking that story. Fucking that's just one of those. You see that explosion, and you just like. Forget you should never, you don't know your neighbors. <laughs> you know, like you don't know anybody. You don't know what they're going to do. Everybody's fucking nuts. Um, I mean, I know my neighbors. They're both, they're all very nice people. You only know someone as much to let you know them. That is true. Like, I suppose that's true. I mean, I've, Can I've, you tell? I've, Can you look in my eyes? One, do I know you? Do you know me? Hmm. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I know you're a curious little boy. I am curious as <laughs> fucking hell. That's one thing I know about you. All right, the final, this final story. Talk about being curious, because I haven't had this yet. Now I'm fucking afraid to. This is Side Stories Premium. This is right down the fucking pipe. And because we covered a lot of 
food-based crime here. Sure. Right? The fact that Subway is still not telling us what's in the tuna. We don't know what it is. They say it's, they say it's protein, mm-hmm. fish protein, right? Still don't know. You know, the bread's plastic from Subway. Yeah. Right? We know. We know. But this is fucking really, this is crazy. Now a lawsuit is blaming on a, this is on Panera Bread. Yeah. And I like Panera Bread. It's fine. It's good. It's good if you're, if you need it. Yeah. Right. Like I like a banana. I don't mind it. I like the freshly made sandwiches. If you need sustenance. Yeah. I don't mind it. You know, um, but this charged lemonade has, they, again, we're putting it all together, but it's killed two people, (laughs) which is the most that lemonade has ever killed anybody without there being poison inside. Allegedly. 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 And one could argue that there is. Inadvertently poisoned inside of this one. It's a lot of it. It's just, it's complicated. It's just the fast food based crime. So we have to cover it. Um, now, this drink. So they are serving a new drink called Charged Lemonade, which I have not seen. Now, apparently, it just sits amongst lemonades, right? So you have it yeah. various. If you go to a Panera Bread, if you're not lucky enough to have had a lot of experience inside of Panera Bread, right? A lot of options, drink options. It's nice. One of them is just Charged Lemonade. Doesn't say on it that it's an energy drink. But this thing is more than just an energy drink. This thing has, now, like, I find it to be, this is very interesting. Um, it is at 390 milligrams of caffeine. This is one. This, a is, lar- a large, this is a large 30 fluid ounce. Yes, a large charged lemonade has 390 milligrams of caffeine, which is the equivalent of a Red Bull and a Monster Energy drink, plus the equivalent of nearly 30 teaspoons of sugar. Now, do I believe? It should be illegal for them to offer it. No. No. Because that's our right as Americans. Yeah, to make our hearts beat fast enough to explode out of our chest. They listen to us. <laughs> that guy, James Yu, is whatever his name was, mm-hmm. he was probably at a Panera Bread at some point writing an angry <laughs> expletive rant on LinkedIn and enjoying a charged lemonade. I wouldn't separate that from him. I wouldn't either. And you know, it really is our right as Americans to have the most horrible energy drinks possible. We want but you know WW2. But we also, we know how to police ourselves. We changed the fucking formula to Four Loco. We, we changed it from yes. the original and super yes. dangerous version that makes yes. it really violent. We changed it ourselves and without it Congress took, having to get involved. And all, all it took was four or five people dying. <laughs> Right in the process, and they and we listen to the they listen to the customer. Yeah, they do. They're did. like, we're killing you. Yeah. Um, but this poor man, Dennis Brown, um, he he drank, he drank three of them. Oh, three. Largest. And he suffered a fatal cardiac arrest. Now the he is he has an un, they say, according to this he has an unspecified chromosomal deficiency. Uh, he he has disability. He's a mild intellectual disability. He lived independently. He worked on his own, and but this is a problem. But he said straight up, I can't have. Uh, energy drinks that have high blood pressure. Yeah. This is really where the sort of lawsuit comes in is that it's not labeled an energy drink. Yeah. It's just labeled as a lemonade. And so you might not know that it's an energy drink when you're drinking it and that you're just thinking you're sucking down a bunch of lemonades. Because I'm like, if 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 the audience saw how, what I do to a cold brew, yeah. you'd call the hospital. Yeah, you would. You know what I mean? Like, because I drink a, I'll drink two Trentas. Like that. Yeah, you get a lot of it in you. I put slug, I suck it in. And I then I have to pace myself. I literally have to say, like a like I'm a child. Like I have to go, Henry, stop. No. Right? Because I'm driving myself literally insane. Like I'm literally going nuts. Um, but he didn't. And you shouldn't have to die. 
For Panera Bread? No, not for a drink. <laughs> no amount of a drink you have at a fast food chain yeah. should kill you immediately. No. It well, should just wait. It should take years. It should take a really long time. And you time. should have diabetes, diabetes. first. And, yeah. then, and then guess what? You also help. Healthcare economy. Yeah. And then you get to help all these other hospice care economy. You're helping us. You're helping the rest of us. Yeah. But if you're dying on your way home from the Panera Bread. That's not helping anybody. <laughs> you know, that's not doing anything. This poor man. I feel so bad Awful. for this I feel poor man. so bad for him. But there's, a, truth is, is that it's number two. Yeah. And that's fucked up. Right? Yeah. Because all it took was that one time for that old woman to get her pussy burned off. Yeah. Right? Because that was bad one. We know that that was super, super bad. The McDonald's lawsuit you're talking about. Yeah, and and, and her vagina was saved. Eventually. It went back to to the factory. If, right? <laughs> it got up. It went back to work. After it was fused together by the, uh, the scalding hot coffee that was uh, poured into her lap. This is kind of crazy. So the other person who died is a college student who drank Panera Bread charged with lemon. It's Sarah Katz, who had a heart condition. And this is... <sighs> She gets to a point where, which is all is very sad, but do we need like a capital X stream drink at just a sandwich place? <laughs> like a place, because the one chip challenge is killing people too. Yeah. Right. So I, I also believe in the, you know, it's open. You don't have to drink the charged lemonade. It's not becoming the new water. But you don't know that it's charged. You don't know. That Look it's at the up the energy. So it doesn't, it says up the energy, but I don't think people understand that it's like, it's a lot of energy. Yeah. Like, because it's next to these tubs of other lemonade. So unless you happen to notice, because you, I think you could just get a normal cup and fill it with that. And yeah, you almost have to, don't drink it. Don't drink it. <laughs> Nobody drink it. Because, no. I mean, unless, of course, some people, they need their monster. They need their rock star. Right? Sure. I do understand. You're working hard. You're out there. You got to get your little jump. But see what you're putting in your body because this is going to fucking kill you. Incredible thing is that Panera is taking, like, Panera is taking no responsibility at all. They just, because I, I can see why. Yeah. Because you're like, it's there. It's just a drink. But you just have to, I, I think it's more important for us as troubadours, storytellers, mm -hmm. to make sure our audience knows, right? You got to protect yourself. Yeah. Because lemonade tastes delicious. Lemonade's absolutely delicious. I love lemonade. Yeah. Especially when it's hot outside. You know, it's one of my favorite things on the face of the planet. But you got to really just think about yourself first. I mean, Panera Bread is saying, we view this lawsuit, which was filed by the same firm as the previous claim, to be equally without merit. Panera stands firmly by the safety of our product. Oh, yeah, I don't. Because, again, you can have one. And you're vaguely fine. You're crazy. I feel like you're... But just be careful. Because if you have a heart condition, it's going to really fuck you up. They did put uh, signs up afterwards, though. And they, As they should. And they put something up on their website. Good. That's great. Good. We're doing something. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just wild to me. It's just wild that you can, you can have a thing that can kill people. Just I, at a just, sandwich shop. Just at a sandwich there. shop. Yeah, just sitting there waiting. Because it, I guess if you have that much caffeine, all it does it must fuel manifestos. <laughs> like this is not that is not a get up and go. I guess if you're dealing with kids, you might be super fucking 
super tired. Yeah, but I would, man, if I drank that, I'd have a fucking panic attack. I'd lose my mind. Yeah, and I'd wonder what the fuck is wrong with me. All I did was drink lemonade. Yeah, and all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm... Oh, God. I don't I'd even go know. The, I'd get fucking... I'd, call I'd be my, in the emergency room. I'd call my psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm having, like, I'm having uncontrollable panic attacks that make me feel like I'm going to die. again fucking and like again up and the, rolling. Yeah, up yeah. the fucking clomping, bro. I'm sweating. Bro. I'm sweating. <laughs> you know, like really fucked up. Yeah, I've had this weird, unhealthy anxiety attachment to Panera Bread. Meanwhile, like he's sucking down the fucking charge lemonade, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, yeah. we gotta fucking go. We gotta go, dude. We gotta get fighting, man. Get him, dude. You're, just, you're, like, you're like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah he's doing this. Like, mm, take a step back. <laughs> <laughs> Which, whoa, buddy. Hey. Hey. Um, all right, here we go. Um, this is really all I have for this week. It's enough. Yeah, I think it's enough. I'm frightened. It's a, there's a lot of shit going on. I mean, there was the man who crashed his own car into his own home over a dispute on whether or not to sell it. But, you know, that's just a that's a Charlotte County, Florida man being a Charlotte County, Florida man. You just got to be careful if you fuck up your own house, because guess what? It's still your fucking house. So guess what? You got to fix it before you sell it. I will say about him. His, he said, quote, I meant to do it. I did it on purpose. Most fun I had in a while. Hey, he said he <laughs> smoked weed as much as humanly possible, and he loved destroying his own home. Yeah. So. And I, I wouldn't take that from him. No, I wouldn't either. Here we go. Let's get some listener emails. Main one that we had was talking about some love is one inside details. I don't know if we should go too deep into it because it's like the, basically the gist of it was saying this was from someone who they were um, monitoring Love is One and, be, and have talked to various people who've got out of Love is One. And they talk a little bit about how the documentary that had just come out kind of glosses over some of the darker aspects of what Amy Carlson was talking about when she would do her long rants. But in my mind, I kind of inferred that it's getting pretty dark in there. Well, you couldn't really. The, the thing is that but you could But it's from infer. the cult member's perspective that are, are still selling merch so it's very, very difficult for them to see maybe that what they were doing was extremely dark and bad. They're not going to say that they were cool with Hitler. As no. this person in this email is saying. They're not going to say that they were anti-Semitic, extremely so, as this person is saying in this email. Yes. Uh, but the interesting thing about it, I was right. A girl, Sarah, she is from Lubbock. Yeah, Confirmed. wow. Confirmed. So weird. <laughs> How did you know that? Just because of the, where she Just went? Just the t-shirt. The, wow. the the Reckham Tech T-shirt. No one from that's not from Lubbock or the surrounding areas is going to be wearing a Reckham Tech T-shirt. We got to be careful. Again, you never know. It's just it, it's hard. We've talked about Love Is One for a while. I do get the idea of you wanted to check out, never check back in, have someone else tell you what to do. Sounds comforting at first, but next thing you know, you're hauling a corpse around, wrapped in Christmas lights. <laughs> And you're like, how did I get here? <laughs> and I also find it really interesting that nobody was having sex with each other. It's no sex. No sex at all. Well, I mean, I know like Amy Carlson was getting railed. Yeah. Like by various fathers throughout. It seemed to be a very. But nobody else was having sex with each other at all. That's well, the, insane. There wasn't a lot of other quote unquote alpha males. Yeah. There was a lot of. You notice what we saw, especially with Jonestown. So like there's always like a bunch of goons mm-hmm. that are a part of the the upper structure that are also helping you going a little Nazi-like, you know, when you're kind of keeping people in. And those guys are also sort of like allowed by the leader to have sort of sexual liaisons with people because that's what keeps them in the play. And then mm-hmm. the fuse, then they get to physically kind of keep people scared. Sure. You know, that allows, you know, that's another control keeping mechanism. No, with this, there was, a, you know, the guy with the beard and the guy, MP, 
Father FM, Father Multiverse. Oh yeah, Father yeah, Multiverse. Who was a second father? Yeah, uh, and apparently there was a th- there was a another third father. father God that wasn't talked about in the uh, in the uh, documentary at all. We talked a little bit about possibly selling crack. I want to say that we talked a little bit about it when we did our relax fit. There was talk more talks about the Father God, but then when the new documentary came out, it was all about the new fucking the the, the bad last father. The last father guy, the scary father the guy. The very, very scary guy. Honestly, I mean, with these documentaries, usually I say they go on too long. I think this one was too short. Well, it's you and I are also directly fascinated yes. with the subject. And some people think that watching cult members warble is not as interesting. <laughs> but I find it interesting. I find it because interesting. Because I want to know. Because I really yeah. want to know what's going inside your head from your perspective. Because it helps us kind of understand cults on the whole. Like, as you see what their thought patterns are, you're watching, especially something like this, when the when the head dies and you're watching the cult continue to operate, that somehow you can kind of tell it has enough of a foot outside of their experience to sort of see that what they're doing is also sort of supporting themselves. Like, it is a business and it is a community and it is a house that they all live in, in a way, yeah. where there's, like, practical things yeah. that have... But which is weird because now God's gone. God's, so you guys don't need to be there anymore. But the but, infrastructure remains. Yes. And then you guys are also all still operating under the same way. Like you're still just doing it because keeping the grift going is literally what it is that is supporting you. Yeah, of course. Very interesting because you don't see a lot with cor- with a lot of these cults. Nexium struggling. Nexium's still going? I think that sections of Nexium are, st- I believe, yeah. They are still going because I know that but um, Smallville a, woman. She's going. Yeah, she's a, she's going to she's flipping. Yeah. Or she did already flip. I think Keith Raniere. I, didn't he, he got. No, Keith Raniere in prison for the rest of his life. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, yeah. He's he's gone, gone. But the things about Nexium is that Nexium had really high overhead because they had to pay rent on all those spaces. And it's all these high end shit. They were doing all this like doing Scientology games. Without the Scientology flow. Yeah, but Love is One, I mean, it's all they need is a trailer and a fucking, and a Stamps.com subscription. That's it. Yeah, it's all about <laughs> stripping down. Yeah, strip down. Get your Stamps.com. You can send out your colloidal silver jars to whoever yeah. the fuck wants them. He is at it. Yeah, he's in jail for 120 years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and he's got a $1.75 million fine, which he can work on that in jail. Yeah. Um, and then we have another story. Now, I want to hear what people, there. let me see what people think about this. I don't know. This is a scenario someone would ask if we have, if any of our listeners have heard about this. Now, I'm a single mom of three kids. My oldest son is just starting to drive. So now that he's paying more attention while driving with me, I don't feel too crazy to say out loud that multiple times per week and now even more frequently per day, multiple streetlights turn mostly off when I drive under them or near them. Sometimes they turn on. I live in a small city near Cleveland. I am constantly driving my kids around, mostly between two or three towns nearby. So last time when I was with my 11-year-old daughter, we counted six different streetlights going out in one day. Today, I counted at least five. Am I completely insane? Probably. But my kids and I laugh about it. And I just had to ask for them. I have never heard of this. It's not happened to me. Non-manon. It's, it's, it's not happened to me. Never, it's I'm never putting happened it to me. The, I'm putting it to the audience. I've never, I've never heard of I don't know if you're before. being followed by the infrastructure of your town. <laughs> All right, it is. I mean, I don't the, know. It could be that the Ohio infrastructure is is not wonderful. I do maintain that, like Indiana, when I had long COVID, and we were trying to do that. Uh, what sliders, sliders in and the streetlight street phenomenon? phenomenon? Sliders. What is this? Like, is are we talking huh? sliders? Like sliders. 
A phenomenon is known as street lamp interference. It's possibly a psychic event that's just being about to be recognized. Interesting. So this is a personalized psychic event. And they call themselves the sliders. Sliders for, for street light interference. Apparently this could... Wow. Street light interference. Electronic devices. Yes. So let me ask you these two questions, listener. If you can email us back. Number one, have you been drinking charged lemonade from Panera? <laughs> because that might... Be a symptom. Yeah. Um, but it says here, appliances such as lamps and TVs go on and off without being touched. Light bulbs constantly blow out when the slider tries to turn them all off or on. Sliders. I, sliders. Watches stop working. You're never on time. That's why she's late. <laughs> Credit cards and other magnetically encoded cards are damaged or erased. What causes this phenomenon? So any attempt to pinpoint a cause for SLI at this point would be mere speculation, according to liveabout.com. A reasonable speculation for the effect is if it is a real one, might have something to do with the electronic impulses of the brain. Hmm. Anybody else experience this? Side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. Because that's that is fascinating. Because I know is. I've I've dealt with people that do the thing where like electronics hate me. Yeah. And it's just like, no, you're fucking are just destroying shit with your hands. No, but some people truly electronics just do not work around them. They just can't get that there's something about their makeup. Maybe it's their tood. That's not it could doing be an, it. It could be you could need a tude adjustment. <laughs> like we could look at that. But research at the Princeton Engineering Anomalies Research Lab, that's pair, suggested that the subconscious can indeed affect electronic devices. Sure, that's what we've been trying to say. All right, that's what Dan Aykroyd talked about for fucking years, dog. All mm -hmm. right, that's why he got divorced. Yeah, oh. she couldn't handle well, that shit uh, amongst anymore. other. Amongst other things. No human being would get divorced like this. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's really interesting. Yes, yeah. please. No, thank you for sending that my way. I hope that we get some more people that are saying they experienced this because that's fascinating. Side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. If you are a slide. slider, let us know and let us know what your experiences are. Or and if, if you have a plate of sliders. <laughs> You can send them my way. Or if you're a fan of the show Sliders, which we obviously we are. We are. We are. I mean, Jonathan Reese Davies. I mean, Davies, Jeffrey O'Connell. I mean, Jerry O'Connell. They're absolutely fantastic. It's a, it's really, a great really show. Good. All right. Um, so if you are in the Los Angeles area and you have nothing to do for Christmas, I got something now you can do. Come on down to the Knitting Factory NoHo, December 22nd. Come out. We're doing Classy Night Out. Ed Larson and I. We're going to make a home away from home. We're going to joke about a lot of stuff. It's going to be really gross. Hell yeah. It's going to really be great. Excited. I love classing that out. It's yeah. always fun. I'm really excited. Um, Check out twitch.tv slash LPNTV. We are making stuff every fucking week. Yep. And I'll announce here, December 14th, we're going to have a bit of a good pud Christmas pudtacular. <sighs> we are putting the family back in Christmas. <laughs> this is going to be a full, we have a Christmas special. Uh, We've got special guests. I think it's going to be really fun. December 14th on twitch.tv slash LPNTV at 5 p.m. PST. So uh, let me ask you about good pudding. Have you guys started to go into like, when you say pudding, do you go into the British puddings at all? That's not pudding here. Okay. So you're only. That's pudding there. Okay. So you're, but you're not willing to bring that sort of pudding into your purview. It has nothing to do with good pudding. <laughs> It has literally fucking nothing to do with good pudding because a pudding over there is their version of pudding. And guess what? It's fucking wrong. Dumb. It's wrong. Because we have pudding. Yeah, we do That's have pudding. That's real. But why don't you also 
check out their pudding. Because this is America. Uh-huh. Last I checked, last I looked at my fucking, last I smelled my fucking tits, <laughs> I'm American as hell. But didn't you have like chicken tikka masala pudding at one point? The pudding is allowing itself to be open to other cultures. <laughs> but it is in and, of, in and of itself, it is American. American. Right? So because it, it is pudding. So it's got to be it's like. our pudding. So it has to be a viscous, a viscous liquid of some sort. A pudding. <laughs> it needs to be a pudding. All right. Here, again, we're not in great fucking British. Okay. All right. All right. Because they're wrong. Yeah. They just, they invented it all. But guess what else they fucking did, man? They still got a stupid ass fucking king with big sausage fingers. Oh, I can't wait, man. I'm going to England uh, to visit family yeah. uh, over Christmas I can't, and I New love Year's. it. It's so much so fun. It's so much fun. I can't wait to say happy Christmas to people. Happy Christmas, gang. Happy Christmas. You're going to live every day when you're in the UK going, hey, oi, oi. <laughs> And you're going to love when someone goes over and goes, hey, hey, fuck, back to you. Yeah. And then you're going to laugh. I'm going to laugh and laugh. And if any of you out there know something cool that's going on in London on New Year's Eve, that's not a house party. Not a house your, party. At your buddy Ian's place. Something Let like know. a show. Something cool. We're looking around trying to figure out what to do on New Year's Eve. So side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. If you know of like a cool fucking gig somewhere. Yeah, dog. We can have a good old time. They would love it. Do we have any other announcements? Uh, Operation Sunshine at your local comic book store. Go check it out. Yeah. Issue number three is going to be coming out this month, yeah. later on here in like a couple weeks or so. So make sure to go to your local comic book store and ask for it by name. Yeah. Ask them to make a pull list for you. Oh, yes. Yeah. And if you're uh, looking for other cool comics to pick up while you're there, uh, James Tinian's new comic, Deviant, is really fucking cool. It's yeah. like a Christmas horror comic. It's very fucking cool. I'd uh, recommend picking that up. The new Dan Close book, Monica, is incredible. Yeah, is it it's good? It's so fucking good. It's one of the best things he's ever done. The man has never missed a step. Everything he's ever put out has been fucking amazing. I'll check out uh, some shit. Yeah, check it out. I mean, go go to your local comic book store. There's so much cool shit out there right now. Um, um, so, yeah, go, also, go, go check it out. I do have a plug. Go and check out my stupid movie that I think is really good called How to Ruin the Holidays. It's on Amazon. Anywhere you can go rent, go rent it. I'm very happy. I love our, all everybody who made it. It's so much fun. I just I get to play it. I stay on brand because I'm a, I'm a neighbor who hates Christmas. Perfect. So it works. I love it. I'll say it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Do, 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 do. Get out of here. <laughs> Hail Satan. Algie. Tell me. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Vacations are always good. Sometimes they're even great. And Celebrity Cruises is about to ruin all of that. Because once you explore with us, you'll never want a vacation any other way. And with new Quick Caribbean Escapes, you'll never want a weekend any other way either. Celebrity Cruises. Nothing comes close. Visit Celebrity.com, call 1-800-CELEBRITY, or contact your travel advisor. Ships Registry, Malta and Ecuador. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. With blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. Discover legendary tastes with America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois.